Ricardo, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, man of God, thank you. I, I want to read a quick scripture and then share with you what is in my heart. I'll be sharing from the book of Genesis chapter 24. Genesis chapter 24. But because of time, I will only pick a few scriptures. Yeah, I will not read the whole chapter, but uh, I will encourage you in your good time to uh, look at Genesis chapter 24. So allow me to read just a few verses from verse 1 of Genesis chapter 24. I'm beginning from verse 1. Now Abraham was old, well advanced in age. And the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. So Abraham said to the oldest servant of his house, who ruled over all that he had, please put your hand under my thigh, and I will make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that you will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I dwell, but you shall go to my country and to my family and take a wife for my son Isaac. Let's just uh, skip to verse uh, 13. Just behold, I hear I stand by the well of waters and the daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw water. Now let it be that the young woman to whom I say, please let down your pitcher that I may drink. And she says, drink. And I will also give your camels a drink. Let her be the one you have appointed for your servant Isaac. And by this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. I wish I would continue, uh, but let's stop there. I want to speak to you because I believe that the Lord has a plan for this church. He has a plan for the individuals here. By the way, I met one of the members this week of this church. Where is Phoebe? Phoebe. I was shopping, looking for something, and I asked her, where do you go to church? And she said to me, Pastor Richard Kimani, and I knew that this is where I'm meant to be. <laughs> it's, it's amazing to have confirmation. Just this week, I didn't know that, uh, that I would meet a member of the church. I want to speak to you about the principle of the inner circle, but if you struggle with understanding, I will recommend later you get the book. I'll be, there's a book here. I've just actually written it and produced it a day ago. This book, I've been wanting to do it for many years. So I've just given birth, Mama Moi, the principle of the inner circle. Just the production is a day old. But uh, so it's going for 800 apiece. Uh, it's not my first book. There's a few others, but there's also a journey of 40 days of prayer and fasting. Very important book. 
uh, you need to understand 40 days fasting, not 21. I hear Kenya, you're big on 21. When you come to Pretoria, you change from 21 to 40. There we do 40, we don't do 21. Because the ones who appeared on the mountain of transfiguration, the three, Moses, Elijah, and Jesus, they all did 40 days. So you get those books. But I want to share, the topic will be principle of the inner circle. But before I share with you the principle of the inner circle, I want to share with you the story of uh, Eliezer, the ministry of Eliezer, the ministry of Rebecca. And when you understand this, this will connect you. There are times in life you need to connect to things that you are trusting God for. All of us are trusting God for breakthroughs. We are trusting God for answers to our prayers. How does it happen? How does God work out the things he wants us to get? How do we reach our destination? And I want to prophesy that this week and these coming months will be months of breakthrough for this church. There will be months of breakthrough for your individual lives. I have come here with a message of breakthrough because somebody needs to break through. So how does that happen? So the story we have read is a very good story of how Abraham in his old age is concerned about his son Isaac. And I think there is reason for a parent to be concerned when their daughter or their son is becoming of age and they have not married. I don't know whether David has found yet, but we, maybe, maybe I need to talk to David. After this, uh, I need, maybe I need to talk to David, but let's just wait. That one we'll need to talk after. <laughs> you know, every parent has a concern when the child reaches of age and they don't seem to be interested. Or even if they are interested, nothing is happening on that end. And I think this is what happened with Abraham. He noted that his son Isaac was now reaching 40. And remember 40, the number 40 I've discussed in this book is the number of breaking cycles. You should not reach 40 years without doing a 40-day fast. Because the number 40 speaks of probation and trial. The number 40 is the one when you, 40 years, 40 years of trial, I put you in the wilderness in 40 years to test your hearts. And so if you are going around a mountain for 40 years, I have come as a prophet of God to declare upon you that the time for you to break camp and move forward has come. I have come to decree that the time for this ministry to break camp and move forward has come. So, so Abraham notes that his son is not doing anything regarding marriage. And he decides to intervene. He decides to intervene. And his way of intervention is to call the eldest steward. He was like a son, spiritual son. Spiritual sonship is very important. Sometimes we need spiritual sons in order to reach where we need to go. You remember at one point uh, later in Genesis, this is Genesis chapter 24. You remember in Genesis chapter 22 how Abraham takes Isaac to the top of the mountain and how Abraham is carrying the knife and is carrying the fire. But then he takes the wood 
and he puts it on Isaac as they go to the top of Mount Moriah. And I'm explaining this with a reason. Because sometimes we don't reach our destinies because we don't understand our assignments. And I have come to declare that you will understand your divine assignment so that you do your part. So Isaac is carrying the wood, but Abraham maintains the fire and the knife. You must remember the role of spiritual fathers, and I am one of them. He can tell you I have many sons across Southern Africa. Is to carry fire and to carry a knife. But the role of sons, be they spiritual, be they physical, is to carry wood, dry wood. That's what Abraham and Isaac were doing. But you will know very well that dry wood without fire cannot work. So there is need for collaboration for sons, spiritual sons, physical sons to carry wood. You cannot allow your father, Mzee Kamahuyu, Anabeba Kisu, Anabeba Moto, Napia Unamwekelea Kuni. Vijana inatakikana wabebe kuni. And I have come to call the men and the women of this church to put wood upon their shoulders. And the fathers in this house, when the time comes to ignite that fire, to ignite that fire, a father who has a fire but no wood is of no use. You need the collaboration of spiritual sons and spiritual fathers in the achieving the bigger goal of what needs to be achieved. So, that story of Abraham in Genesis chapter 22 just tells you of the role of fathers and the role of sons. So the question I have is, are you carrying the wood? There are people who need to shoulder some wood in this house. For that vision to come to pass, the role of your spiritual father is to ignite the fire, is to ignite the fire. But somebody must catch up that fire. And when we work together, the goal will be achieved. So the father notices in Genesis chapter 24, that the son is not making a move regarding marriage. So he intervenes and he says to his servant Eliezer, I want you to do me a favor. I want to send you out of this town because he town in Aukamea was Chana Wazuri. Maybe for those who didn't understand Swahili, I thought I was in Kenya, you'd respond in Swahili. Wakati kidogo yule baba memuangalia, akaangalia wasichana wa hiyo town nzima, akaona kuna ukame wasichana wazuri. Unajua kuna wakati ni uwa naambia mabinti, kama atafuta kazi kisumu kama Nairobi haujapata. Baada ya kisumu, cross border Kampala. Uwezi enda town stano na ukose mume. Kama kwanza unaenda kanisa la upendekosto. So Abraham makes a mental note that there is a challenge in the city with the women of the city. He says to Eliezer, come here. I want you to do me a favor. I want to send you to go and fetch for a wife out of town. But... This is what I want to explain to you. Before he does this, he invites him in a very close place, which some of you need to understand. He says to him, uh, come 
and put your hand between my thighs. And some of you will be invited eh, to a place by God where you have to put your hand between his thighs. Come, let me ask you. There are people, there are places you should not touch unless you are invited. <laughs> are you listening to me? And I know some of you are looking with me with bongolo eyes. Lakini shauriya kweni angalie vileote unataka. Nita hubiri mbaka ni malize. I am talking about Imagine your father, and you know how my father used to hug me. My father never allowed me to come so close to him because he's a retired Presbyterian minister of the Tuku Tenderesa. So this is the extent of the distance I would reach when my father, this was the extent of my, the hug of my father. When I'm hugging my father, and I'm hugging because there was distance with the old men. Now, Abraham says, Put your hand between. Did I implicate anything new in the scripture? It is written. What is this whole deal? of putting the hand between the thigh. Because this is a place that is an intimate place. It is a place of covenant. And he wants him to make a deal because the assignment that the son is about Eliezer, who is a spiritual son, is about to be sent, is a sensitive assignment. And I want to prophesy upon your lives that the heavenly father will trust you with sensitive assignments. Can I declare in this house? Because some of you, you are not reaching your destiny because you are unfaithful. You don't know how covenants work. You don't know how vows work. And there are places of achievement we cannot reach without understanding covenant. Even the inner circle. The inner circle is a place of covenant. I've put red in the middle. Indicating it's a place of blood and sacrifice and covenant. So he says to him, put your hand between my thigh and vow that when you go to the other city, you will bring the girl the way I have instructed. Some of you, if you are even sent to Kisumu to bring a woman for a brother. We mama utafika tu hapa tu timboroa na mambo ibadiliki. Some of you, I cannot even trust you with my daughters. I have beautiful <laughs> I will not even let you sit in the same room with my daughters. Number one, when I look at you, you don't tithe. There is a man of God who chased a fellow pastor from a car because the man said, me, I don't tithe because I'm a pastor. Pastor Marvin Byers of Guatemala stopped the guy and says, come out, I'm afraid you might even do worse to me. If you are not afraid to steal from God, what can you do to me? <laughs> I am explaining to you that the moment I start seeing elements of unfaithfulness in you, I cannot send you on a mission like Eliezer 
to go and fetch a wife. Is she going to reach in one piece? <laughs> my evangelist, my boy, is she going to come? Atafika. That is why you need to know why this. Make that deal. Okay, fine. When God was blessing us with the property which Kado knows, the day, there was a day I was praying, I was calling for the millions of money. He knows the place. It has a plaque written. Because that place I was seated saying, Lord, I need the money for this property, 21 acres in Pretoria. The Lord asked me, are your hands clean? Are your hands clean? And I was seated next to a fountain with hands open like this. Those hands had leaves. And I quickly understood, I took a bottle of water to go and clean the concrete hands. And yet I knew what God was asking me was not about those concrete hands. He was asking me, why do you want what you are asking for? For your own personal glory? And therefore, on that day, I made a deal with the Lord. I said to the Lord, if you give us this property, we shall use it for the kingdom. We shall not allow alcohol. We shall not allow it to be a place where people do manga manga business. And one year later, the monies came. Because God was asking me to put my hand between his thighs. Look, beloved, make a deal with God like Hannah. Say that give me this child and I will not irritate Penina. I will give this child back to be a prophet to the nation. How do you quicken your prayers? How do you make your intercession effective? It's by involving a vow in your intercession. Put your hand between his thighs. Mkiniangalia hivyo ni sawa ama si sawa? Wewe kijana unasikia usiende uweke mikono yako between a woman's thighs. Hivyo nasema, ninasema go and put. You know when I was young? When I was young, my late mother, who I loved dearly, because she raised me as a person of the inner circle from when I was young, the Lord said to her, this will be a man of God. Should hide me in the Presbyterian pulpits. They were the warmest places. When she is doing her keshas, nimezaliwa tuka bebi, ananificha hapu. But I gave my mother a hard time when I was little, because I was a little bit of a noisemaker, naughty, playful, very playful. And you can see I'm still a little bit playful. <laughs> so my mother tried to beat me on my behind. Pop, pop! Especially when I would break things. I would take her karais. We were in Eldoret. They were the pastors of Ayubu Kenya Church. And the pastor's house is on top of the hill. And there was a very good slide with a karai from the top of the hill. <laughs> All the way down. That ride was sweet. <laughs> now, several times I broke my 
inaingia ndani I forget down there there are rocks by the time the karai reaches pop broken my mother would beat me on my behind but the next day I'm on the karai <laughs> my mother sat down and said I think I'm missing the point uh, because I was very blessed on my behind when I was young <laughs> she discovered that if she pinches me between my thighs because one day she held me between my thighs like this. I stopped the karai business. Yeah. <laughs> I stopped the karai business. I don't know what kind of soft meat is there. <laughs> Anyway, let's come back to the scripture quickly because I need to rush and finish. Eliezer makes a covenant that I will do as you said. I will go and fetch a wife from where you're saying. But the mission is intricate. Where do you get a wife? You don't know the women of the city. So, Eliezer involves prayer. Let me say this, church. If there is a time, deliverance church along Gong Road should pray and fast is now. Because if you tell me you know where the millions are for this building, then there is no need to pray. Just sit around. But I am very sure that this assignment here, you have no clue where those millions will come from. Should we abandon sheep? No. Let's put our hands between the thigh and be on the move. Because the God who leads will lead you to where your breakthrough is. Are you listening to me? However much it requires, that money, that money required for this building is not in heaven. It is somewhere in Kenya. This money here is somewhere in Kenya. Or should we say in America? I don't know. But I'm thinking with the way I've been looking at the Kenyan stealing money, there's a lot of money in this country. <laughs> now, the key thing now is that when we have made the vow, because that's important where we begin, the second thing is for us to bow down and put our heads between our knees like Elijah did for the rain to come. We must put our heads between our knees because we are waiting for the rain to come. But then we don't know how long it will take. Are you listening? So prayer, prayer works. Prayer is wonders. Beloved, Prayer works. That's why I want you to fast 40 days. Eh? 40. Because prayer works. If you don't know prayer works, I'll tell you myself. Prayer. When you pray, we serve a prayer answering God. And I'm believing even for Kenya 2022. That we can, maybe let's pray differently. 
so that we see the changes we want to see in 2022 elections. Well, let me not go there because I'm not here to do politics. So Eliezer prays, but he does not only pray, he, he moves, he's on the move. He puts his faith in action. You know, sometimes we pray and fold our hands. One of the men of God said to me one time, there was something I was trusting God for. And this friend, man of God in Pretoria, called me and he said to me, he's a Muzungu, so he said, Simon, we call, I call him John, he calls me Simon. Well, can you eat Simon? Well, lazima unongeza? He said to me, Simon, be intentional. Be intentional. In other words, don't just pray for the property. Go and locate it. Even rent it if possible. Even sign a memorandum of understanding if possible. Step into it. Do something about what you are praying for. Because we can forever be praying for things, but we are not doing any action. We are doing nothing about what we are praying for. And it is true that property where we are, we occupied it for one year without knowing where the Ndururu would come from. What was that about? Being intentional. If you are trusting God for a car, you better know about three showrooms and go for several test drives and put your hand on it. What is this you are trusting God for? If you are trusting God for a husband, you better be talking to some men. <laughs> for goodness sake, you are not going to be buried by your fellow girlfriends. Kilawakati, I'm going for a girlfriend meeting, girlfriend meeting. You better begin to know how to talk and engage because that's been intentional. You want to travel the world like some of us, you have no passport, you are crazy, get a passport. If you trust God for a car, you have no driving license, you are sick, get a, learn to drive. Small things matter. Eliezer, after putting the hands between the thighs, took steps of faith towards the direction where he believed there would be the woman. Strategic thinking is very important. He never went to places where there are no women. He went to the well because women must fetch water. <laughs> Some of you are looking for a husband in the wrong places, in women conferences. How for goodness sake are you going to get? How are you going to get a husband in women conferences? You're sick. You need to understand to be a strategic thinker. Huh? If you need these millions, you go to Kibera only to look for these millions. I'm thinking you are, something is wrong. I know you are close to Kibera. I love you guys. But these monies, they are somewhere between this Karen, Runda, Lavington, Kileleshwa, Mudaiga. 
those places. There are people sitting with millions, but they don't live in Kibera. And if they do, those are the strange ones. There are people who are rich and they hide in places. And so what I'm saying, Eliezer went, he prayed. And the prayer he prayed is, Lord, order my steps. May the Lord order your steps in the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord direct your path in the mighty name of Jesus. I decree that your answer is going to happen soon. We better not waste each other's time. Be strategic. He went to the well, but he had prayed. But he was also carrying eh, 10 camels full of goodies. The problem in Abraham's house was not money or wealth. But every house has its problem. You might have money and wealth, but your son is not married. Every home, irrespective of whether you're in state house, there will be a need which needs to be resolved differently. So Abraham's house was a house full of things. Ten camels full of gold, all manner of clothes. But the son could not get a wife. You think money is the answer to everything as Ecclesiastes says, let me submit to you. Unfortunately, I'll tell you that scripture. Some people think if only I have money, I'll have everything. Money, you can have money, but you are lacking something. Look at the story of Abraham. Take these camels. So strategic thinking tells you that whatever you have, you go with it for bargaining power. Are you listening to me? You need to take an inventory of what God has blessed you with. So, Eliezer put the hands here. But because of putting the hand here, he was also a man who could be trusted with resources. Some, some of the people today, you cannot even send them with your car to shop. Just a car to shop. Go to Hub and bring me 10 liters of water. That man, Hub is there. Go to Hub, bring me water. He will fire a girlfriend in Kawangware. This is what is called lack of faithfulness. Are you listening? Because you have given him the Mercedes Benz. Kado, you, you know. His brother used to be my driver. Eh? Kado, you lived in the, in the properties. His brother, Remy, used to drive me. If you are going to work for me, you better know what I want. I don't want manga manga business. If it is the hub, you go to the hub, pub, merge. This is, we need to train Kenya. He corruption here, kuibaiba. Na tunaweka watu inasako yetu ya serikali, wanaiba pesa. Tutafute ma Joseph. Joseph ata Potiphar's wife akifungua miguna mna hiya hezi guza. Sasa Potiphar wa pesa hapa Kenya. Anafungua miguna hivi kila. Nime inje kitumbaya hoja nisiende hapo lakini. Where are the people we will put in the inner circle? Because the inner circle requires some level of faithfulness. 
so. What am I saying? Eliezer could be trusted with 10 camels. 10 camels full of gold. It's not for him. It is for a wife searching mission. Wife searching. Uh, Balozi, husband searching mission. To judge a bank account TV. Husband searching mission. To talk up. To enter Amsterdam. Husband searching mission. To talk Amsterdam. To enter New York. Husband searching mission. Deliverance New York. To talk up Dallas. Husband searching. Kwa sababu pesa? Na tutatubia pesa kutafuta? David tutambata huko. David tunajua atamenibeba. David amenibeba na hiyo gari tumeenda hivi. Ati anauza manyumba tumeona nyumba kama tatu hivi hivi. Sasa kijana kama huyo tumfanye nini baba? Huyo acha. Sasa I'm sharing with you to say this. Your answer is somewhere. Maybe the reason you are not getting your breakthrough is because there is no vow, there is no covenant, there is no prayer, there is no strategic thinking. Because if you engage all this and you are not also using the resources that God has put into your hands, when God is looking for people, he asks them, what do you have in your hands? He doesn't want you to say what Simon has in his hands. Me, what I have in my hands, I have. And I've come to use it. This is what I have in my hands. Him, Domo. I have it in my hands. Nandiyo nimekuja kwa ubiria. Mdomo hii angu ni akubiri yesu. That's what I have in my hands. So, so Eliezer prays. Because at the well, there will be all manner of women. Eh? Shapes and sizes, lipsticks, stilettos. Hey, who is the wife of Isaac? <laughs> and I want to come against every spirit of confusion in your life. That when you are making strategic decisions, you need to have thought. This is what Eliezer said. When I go to the well, the woman that gives me water to drink. And she also gives my camels to drink. Let her be the wife of Isaac. What a strategic prayer. He never prayed. She must be figure eight, colored. Sijui, nyuele ikwe mefika wapi. You know there's some foolish prayers we pray. My husband must be tall. Tall means nothing when you are married. Tall means nothing. He can be tall and he's punching you. You better think of what you are praying. Oh, my husband, I cannot marry a Kisi. Who said? <laughs> what is wrong with Kisis? They don't go to heaven. They are not born again. What is this nonsense? I don't know. We need to be praying like Eliezer. Strategic praying. He prayed for important things. The woman that gives me water to drink and feeds the camels, let her be the one. What is contained in that prayer? Number one, for a wife to be a good wife, she must refresh you. Water. Eh? 
So he's pray, he can already see Isaac. He says, if Isaac marries a woman like some women, eh? a woman who doesn't care for him, the man will suffer. He will be sleeping without a drink. Let this woman be a woman that will satisfy him. So the one who gives me water, that is a proxy indicator that she will do the same for Isaac. Number two, feeding the camels. Not a lazy woman. Ten camels giving them water. What is the point of marrying a, a lazy woman? Nikutex from morning to evening. <laughs> Mascara, we want. Anamka. Nikasa kupika tu selfie. Pap. Pap selfie. Vyombo ni chafu. Selfie. Pap. Mtoto. Ata daipa ijabadilishwa. Selfie. Pap. Shape ni mzuri ndiyo. Lakini. Siku na kazi ya kufanya. Kado. Uki niletea mtu wa utinga. So what I'm, I'm saying is that the prayer was wise. Now, this is it. When he prayed, because when prayers are made, angels are commissioned. Abraham had said that, please, when this man goes, let the angel be commissioned. Let him be sent. That angel did the work. But this is my prayer for you. Lack of sensitivity to the Holy Spirit will cost you. Lack of sensitivity to the Holy Spirit will cost you. Because on that day, Rebecca could have decided to have a good time at house, in the house. Maybe her mother said to her, Rebecca, go and fetch water. And get her attitude, why can you not send? I'm sure it was not only Rebecca. There were other women in the house. But that was the day of destiny. Not every day is the day of manifestation. Even the Bible says that when the day of manifestation of John came, he was known in the whole land. For God, it doesn't take many days to change your story. It is that one day of being sensitive. Hence the reason we practice every day. So that when the day comes, we don't miss it. Because Eliezer will not visit every week. Some of you are not married because you missed your season. You are asleep. Some of you are not rich because you missed your season. The moment you needed to bring that first fruit. First harvest. You are, the man of God was preaching. All the first salaries are the Lord's. Unaskia ndani. Nitoe yote sahi. Alafu nasema lakini hiu ni shetani mugani. Na nikuwa ni naenda shopping. Ukapigana na roho. Ukakataa kutoa. Season yu ikaisha. Ukeendelea kusafa. Because items of the inner circle. I have discussed them in this book. They belong to God. Even this church. If all of you gave your first harvest. Your first salaries. Your first land, church in a jengo. So many ikitab. Musome. Sasa, yo kudilidali. Kudilidali. Kupigana na roho unambiwa, sahindi wakati. Rebecca's obedience. Eh? Eliezer has just appeared at the well. And Rebecca 
is coming right on the well because she has been prompted by the spirit. How many times have you been woken up to pray and you covered a blanket? How many? And maybe somebody went through danger because your prayer is what would have counted for their destiny to change. How many times have you not given and your giving would have changed somebody's life? How many times have you missed it because you are lacking in sensitivity to the Holy Spirit? This church is going to be a church of exploits. But for it to be a church of exploits, people must be sensitive to the needs. They must be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. They must be sensitive to even their pastor. Are you listening? They must be sensitive. I'll tell you a story. And then I quickly, uh, I'll quickly finish. Tunaendelea sawa kwa mbona ni mimi tu nina sweat nyingi mkunakaa tu poa Mimi tu ndio ninaungua ungua tu hapa Na nyinyi mnakaa tu mme relax Kweli ni siku yangu acha niungue tu Sasa I'll give you a story I'll tell you a story Because I want you to be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit in your giving in your praying in even who you talk to, you need to be sensitive to the holy. Have I emphasized it enough? I'll tell you a story. 2007, when there was post-election violence, eh? we used to live in Waterkloof Heights. We had not bought the land. Waterkloof Heights. All right. So one of these mo those mornings when I'm praying, that we had a prayer tower, a prayer tower, waterproof heights. So I go there, and the Lord says to me, Son, the gates of your country and the walls have fallen down. Yes, Lord, go and build the walls and the gates of your country. Quickly, I thought, uh, What do you mean, Lord? He says to me, Son, I want you to go to, to raise intercessor to go to all the borders the borders of Kenya. Anyway, to cut a long story short, we came about, uh, I wrote a, a proposal, it was called Operation Kenyan Borders. I mobilized a team to come from South Africa to go to the Lokichogyo border, but we had people praying, Liboi border, Moyale border, Namanga, uh, this other one of Kampala, Malaba, along Lake Victoria, and Namanga. Anyway, we had. Now, when this assignment came, I said, Lord, but there are people, there is evangelist Mama Mwai in Kenya. The Lord said, no, I want you to go. Ah! So, now I'm thinking money. You know, when you get an assignment from God, there is a money factor, isn't it? So, I'm thinking money. I'm saying, Okay, Lord, I will trust you to fly to Kenya alone, maybe mobilize intercessors in Kenya. The Lord says to me, you are not flying. You must go by road so that you go praying for the nations you go to. You go, you begin South Africa. Whenever you pray for South Africa, remove your shoes. 
These are instructions I was received. Kama nilitupa mbao ni mtaniambia. Toa biatu. I remove shoes. Have holy communion. Drink half of it and the rest pour on the ground. That, this is what I was instructed. Then blow the shofar. Shofar. For this ram, this ram's horn belongs to the inner circle. I've discussed it in that book. A ram's horn, whenever you became a king, it was blown. But it also used to carry the anointing oil. Why are you being anointed using a ram's horn? Because for this to be like this, an animal has died. It symbolizes redemption, restoration, and reigning. So whenever it's poured, oil is had to be put, not like today we have bottles where we put anointing oil. It was carried on an item of sacrifice. Okay? Then it was blown. So that was the instructions. But so the Lord says to me, You must go by road. On this day, you must go by road. And now the money, where is the money? The Lord never answered. So, let's say I was meant to go for the trip. Uh, today is 25th, isn't it? 26th. So, I'm given maybe a month to go next 26th of October, isn't it? So, from now on, I'm preparing to mobilize intercessors for the borders, isn't it? The intercessors are coming on board, but no money is coming on board. It's 15th of October. My wife is asking me, are you still going on the 26th? Yes, I'm going, but where is the money? The Lord will provide. You know, foolish speaking. You know, I like faith. Faith, you must understand. Men of God, your men of God will say things which will make you scratch your head. And this is the way I was. 15th October, no money. Are you still going? You have a team. Late Apostle Ru is coming with you. Pastor Nelly, Pastor Jonathan, they are all joining you for the trip. Where is the car? By that time, I have a Pajero, which is smoking. So I know it cannot make a trip from South Africa to Kenya. Those are 5,000 miles. <laughs> 23rd. No money. 23rd. Are you still going on 26th? Yes, I'm still going. I'm saying to my wife, where is the money going to come from? I don't know, but I'm still on 25th. 25th. This is the day before leaving 26th. A family in the neighborhood calls. Pastor, we have heard that you are going to pray for the borders of Kenya. We are busy here looking for a Toyota Quantum. We have paid for it and we have 200,000 rand for you to go for the journey. Oh, wow. Hey! Hey, 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 hey. 26, we left with a Toyota Quantum. And I had 200,000, almost 2 million plus Kenya shillings. Wait, wait. That family was sensitive. You know, the problem we have is people are not sensitive. And we prayed for the borders. And the next day, uh, President Kibaki and Raila signed an agreement, Amen. and there was no violence. Hey! Ha! Please be sensitive to the leading. Rebecca, 
connected with Eliezer, the ministry of service. Don't ignore small things you do. Rebecca, it was giving water. Giving water to this stranger. Service hospitality ministry, intercession ministry should not be undermined. We should not despise the small things we do for the kingdom. Because they might be the key to your breakthrough. She never put a CV to be married. She only gave water. And for giving water, she received gold. <laughs> she received gold. She received gold for giving water. Some of you, what God wants you to give is water. God knows you don't have the gold. But that water will connect to the that water will connect to them. What do you have in your hands? Just giving water. Alienda nyumbani na ring hapa kwa mapua siju alikuwa naziweka ni sisemi wewe uende uweke wewe usi. Hebu tuangalie. Usiweke. Lakini kama kama ni husband anakuja anataka kukuana anataka hiyo ring weka. Na wakikuuliza swali ukuseme apozo karaoke South Africa weka kama ni husband wa Mungu anasema to all I want you to do my sweetie pie honey pie is to put a ring on the nose what's a big deal put it kwani hiyo itafanya usiende binguni ama nyume okoka ile ya tukutende rezati ukiweka tu hii kidogo sasa umeenda hell sapana what am I saying? Rebecca went to, to the well to fetch her own water. She found a man needing water. And she gave his camels. By the time she's going home, she forgot the pot of water. When her mother and her brother saw her, they could see glitter on the nose. Ting, ting, the gold is shining on the a bracelet. No, I met this man, I gave him water and his camels, and he's even asking whether he can lodge. Eh, ebu muite sahif, lodge ni free. Ukienda kulipa lobola na una kitu yoyote, wewe pak, wewe beba tu masidistatu, kumenda kulipa lobola. You'll see the welcome. Sometimes we undermine the wealth and the resources. They have their part. If in Pretoria I used to go those days, Nakagari kadogo even in a park. Hata hakuna kuheshimiwa mtu ana hata kuniita pastor. Lakini wakati nilikuwa na X5. The man of God has come. The man of God has come. When I became a man of God only when I had X5. See, I was a man of God even when I didn't have anything. Anyways, me let me share this. Now I'm finished. I've been learning uh, the African way. When you are African preachers, they learn 20 times. Be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. You see, Rebecca was like a representation of the church. Eh? And the church holy, waiting on God, but she needed Eliezer. 
There is a moment when we walk with God when our faith must kiss our wealth. That's what happened with Rebecca and Eliezer. So what am I saying to you? I have come to declare to this church that your season of connection has come. Did you hear me? There is a connection you need. But that connection will need you to be strategic, to be in covenant, to serve, to do a number of things. Hata sadaka inakujanga sayo unaiweka tu hapo hivi. Ama ikoshida yote. Lete, lete. Sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. I like the services like this. When you don't have to wait for ati mbaka ibada ishe. Ukisikia kukonect na the word at that time. Unakuta, unakonect. This is a hundred million. A hundred million. Receive it. Okay. In Jesus' name. Is the water as you go back to South Africa? Yes. Water. Water. For you. For me. We are coming back to South Africa. Amen. To give a testimony. For a hundred million. Yes, for this today. Amen. In Jesus' name. I love it. Prophetic actions are nice and it might look foolish. But can I get my anointing oil in the car, my Asha, right in the middle there? I want to pray for both of you. The Lord says it will not be one business. It will be many businesses. The Lord is moving you from a season when you've been asking why and for too long. The Lord is saying that as he expanded the territory of Jabez, that together with your wife, he's expanding your tent. He says that the season of barrenness is coming to an end. He says that it's not only ministry in you, it is a kindly anointing, an anointing to make things happen. Uh, the Lord, by virtue that you have spoken of these 100 million, it might look like a big story, but I declare that as you believe for this ministry, that God will also put many resources into both your hands, not for you only, but for the betterment of many in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I see women leadership upon you. I see you mentoring girls. I see you speaking to women, particular women who are hurting. I see the Lord using you as his mouthpiece. Eh? I see that there is great potential in you for greatness. It shall be well with you. I bless you. I bless both of you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen and amen. You may sit. Let me, you may, you may sit. You know, you know what? Yes, my chai is here, my trip to South Africa. Hey, Wacha kuniangalia hivyo wesi ulipata mshahara wako ukafurahi. Sasa nasema I think I should spend time praying for you guys because me I'm believing for that. I like challenges like that. Kwani hata kama ni 180 million hakuna Kenya ya kanisa. Kujenga madhabahu. Kujenga madhabahu ndio tutaanza kuokuwa na maswali na nyumba zetu tunamwaga 100 million rais. Nyumba ya Mungu ndiyo tutakosa kujenga. Na we mwenyewe nyumba yako ile umechora pengine ni ya milioni hizo. 
What is wrong with us? We must prioritize items of the inner circle. And an altar is an item of the inner circle. So make it a priority. This vision must come to pass. It must come. And God will save, not even with multitude, he can even save with a few. The Gideon style. He doesn't need a, uh, too many people. He needs a few select who are full of the Holy Ghost and power for that altar to come to pass. All right? So I have declared upon you in the name of Jesus Christ that there will be a connection you will have you have not had before. A connection with an Eliezer kind of anointing. Somebody carrying 10 camels will come your way. Somebody who has been commissioned by God will come your way. And if you are Eliezer, you will connect to a Rebecca in Jesus' name. I declare for all the waters you have given that gold will begin to come your way in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that you will go, you will put your hands between the, the thighs of God as you covenant with him for the now season. I have come to declare a new season has come upon this ministry. I have come to declare that as you take steps of faith that you will see God in motion. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed and let somebody shout amen. Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah.